Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my offenses. My sin is ever before me. So you are justified when you speak and right in your judgment. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So here you are at worship on a Wednesday in February, this Wednesday, of course, being Valentine's Day, a day for love to do the things that love does and say the things that love says and give the gifts that love gives to those whom love loves or and whose hearts love has won or would like to win. Sometimes as part of that, Valentine's Day becomes a day when the kinds of promises that love is wont to make are promised or re-promised. And the kinds of commitments love commits to are committed or committed to again. It is, of course, too, and of course this is why you're here on a Wednesday in February, it is, of course, too, Ash Wednesday. A day when Christians with Jesus turn our gazes toward a cross and to the things that love did and the words that love said and the gifts that love gave all the way to that cross. It is as well a day whose distinctive liturgy invites us to recommit to promises made in response to that love which reached to that cross. This last Wednesday on um, Valentine's Day marks the beginning of kind of a peculiar Lenten season which will end this year when Easter falls on April Fool's Day. The last time Easter was on April Fool's Day was 1956. I was four and a half months old. That was leap year, however. And so Valentine's Day or Ash Wednesday that year was not on February 14. It was on February 15. The last time April Fool's Day was on Sunday of Easter and Ash Wednesday was Valentine's Day was 1945, the year World War II ended. We'll see whether or not Easter being April Fool's Day spends, is, seems to be something worth spending any time with when it comes time to preparing Easter sermons in six and a half weeks. But it did occur to me that it's worth spending a little time today with the fact that today is both Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday. Because in the case of both of those days that today is about, what today is about is tending to caring for, investing in a relationship. A relationship in one case with someone we love and whose heart we've won or hope to, and a relationship in the other case with God. The story of whose son and that cross is the story of how deeply we, how deeply you are loved by one whose heart you can't do anything to win. It's already yours as a gift the giver of which has never in your whole life stopped wanting to win your heart. All of it. Which, truth being truth and honesty being honesty and us being us, 
God can't have all of. If the only things from our heart we go to God with are the things we are proud of. Truth being truth and us being us and honesty being honesty, God can't have the entirety of our hearts without having danger. Will Robinson, here comes the S word. God can't have the entirety of our hearts without having our sin. Our desires which were contrary to the desires God would have us desire. Our actions which were contrary to God's desires. Our lack of action when we had every opportunity to stand up or speak up and be God's desires. Truth being truth and us being us and honesty being honesty, God can't have the entirety of our hearts without our sin. That painfully shrill dissonance in us when tuned by or measured by the desires of God for us. Which takes us to this day, which is Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day, and a truth that is true about every relationship there is when real people rather than fake people or hypocritical people are involved. And that truth is that that relationship will never be what it can be. That relationship will never be what it is meant to be if the real people in the relationship can't or won't or just don't ever say, I was wrong and I'm sorry. Those can be very hard words to say, right? Which is evidenced by the fact that again and again, even when people do say some of them, they don't really say them, right? I mean, just for example, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry if that's how you understood what I said, which of course you didn't. I'm sorry if you were offended by what I said. I'm sorry, but if you hadn't, I'm sorry, but you don't understand that. Okay, I'm sorry, are you happy now? I don't know everything about the difficulty of saying those words, I was wrong. And I'm sorry, but I think I do know one thing about the difficulty of saying those words. When said in the context of a relationship, to say those words and to say them truly without those ifs and buts and other codicils puts us at the mercy of the other party in the relationship who, for all we know, will not respond mercifully. And that frightens us. And so rather than being rejected... We reject acknowledging that there could ever possibly be anything about us that might be rejectable. The result of which is that, guess what, the relationship gets a little chilly for a bit as silence and defensiveness build the kind of walls that they are very good at building. But after a while, things get kind of back to normal and we even kind of coexist and the relationship even starts to pick up and go on but it does so having not only stepped defensively, safely around what it perceived as a threat, but also having stepped 
regrettably safely away from what it didn't realize was an opportunity. And the opportunity was the opportunity possibly to discover a relationship that there was room in for the real you. Jesus really died on the cross because, according to him, of his love for the real you. Which doesn't mean that the worst aspects of the realness of you and me will have no consequences in our lives. It does mean that the worst of those consequences of the realness of your and my sin would be consequences he would take for us as he won for us eternal life. Which means that your relationship as measured by the heart of him is so love that you can trust him with these words. No ifs or buts. I was wrong. And I'm sorry. And who knows, Valentine, maybe that deeply trusting him and his love for you, he'll teach you that deeply to trust someone else who loves you too. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses, for I know my offenses, and my sin is ever before me. So you are justified when you speak and right in your judgment. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Amen.